Hey friends, welcome back. It is season four of the Overcome to Become podcast. I am so excited and thrilled you are here. I've missed you. Today, I am going to be diving into a little more of my story. And I wanna speak directly to those of you who are living a life interrupted, navigating through disappointments, detours, and delays. And you are struggling with where you are right now. Maybe even wishing that you lived or had another life. Today's episode is dedicated to you. Let's hop in right now. Do you feel the tug or pull in your heart calling you to more? Do you feel like it is too late or that you're too broken to pursue the dream in your heart? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Latasha and welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Pull up a seat and join me each week for real talk, life-changing truths, and actionable takeaways. We are diving into any and everything that has been holding you back from becoming who you were meant to be in every area of your life. I walked into my therapist's office and I noticed she had rearranged the chairs. In front of the chair there was where I usually sat, there was an empty chair facing mine. And as I approached y'all, I was thinking to myself, what in the world is going on? And I knew she saw the inquisitive look on my face. And then she began to explain that something different was going to happen this session. She felt that there was something holding me back, that I had not forgiven myself, that I had forgiven everyone else in my life except myself. So she wanted me to sit in that chair, face the empty chair, and speak to my younger 17-year-old self and forgive her. Y'all, I chuckled. Now looking back, I believe it was pride that spoke first. Honestly, I thought the idea was just ridiculous. I'm not speaking to an empty chair. For what? What was that going to do? How was that going to help me? So instead of looking at the chair, I looked at her and I started speaking to her and she kindly redirected me to look at myself in that chair. I played along all the while thinking, it's not going to help. What is this going to do? As I began to speak to that chair and I envisioned my 17-year-old self sitting there, I felt a large knot in my throat and tears began building. Then the wall. The dam that was holding back all the years of hurt, grieving, that my life did not turn out the way I imagined. The anger, all of it, y'all, came out like a flood. The dam broke. Man, she was right. I actually had not forgiven myself at all. All these years, I was angry at myself and I didn't even know it. I had packed away all the resentment, bitterness, and disappointment towards myself away into a chest. There was not a day that went by that I was wrestling with the thoughts of, how did I get here? How did this happen to me? How did I become a single mom of two kids by the time I was 19 years old? How did I let that happen? My dreams of going off to college, my dreams of traveling the world, my dreams of being a lawyer, uh, maybe majoring in business, all disappeared. And here I was, 19 years old, a mom of two girls. At 17, I had my first daughter, a senior in high school. So I sat there day after day for years asking myself, how did it happen to you? You should have just listened. If I would have just not made those decisions that I made and over and over and over, can you relate, friend? Are you currently wrestling with some thoughts of what could have been, what should have been? 
And so I sat there in that chair and I bawled. I don't think I cried. I have ever cried so hard in my life as I cried that day. It was like a volcano erupting, just bubbling up all the things that I had packed in there and they were all coming out. I had packed away the resentment, the bitterness, the disappointment towards myself away into a chest. That day was the first day of years of hanging on. I think I was in my late 30s. That was the day that I fully forgave myself. Almost 20 years later, I forgave myself for what I didn't know, for the choices that I made, for my stubbornness, for not listening to wise counsel. If I could go back now and speak to my 17-year-old self, I would hug her. I would let her know that things are going to work out for good. Yes, you're going to get into that relationship. Yes, you're not going to listen to your parents. Yes, you're going to be so stubborn. You're going to endure challenges and challenges brought on by your own decisions, some of them. And there's going to be seasons where you're going to weep and seasons of hurt and seasons where you're going to feel shamed. But that's not the end of your story. That's not how it's going to end. And God is going to redeem your story. He is going to rewrite your story entirely. And guess what? 17-year-old me, you're going to be better for it. Your past is not going to define you. It's not going to limit you. Your pitfalls, your mistakes are not too much for God. He already knew you did not do anything and you're not going to do anything that God is going to be surprised about. He's not going to fall off his chair. He's not going to walk away and leave you. He was fully aware. And guess what? He had a backup plan already put together that is going to far exceed your expectations and may, hey, may even look better than your plan A. Lastly, I would tell her that she is loved, truly loved, and she doesn't have to go outside of herself looking for what only God can provide. And I would tell her that she's forgiven. Friends, what I now know for sure is that time alone does not heal old wounds. I know we've heard that quote. We've said it over and over and over. I have learned that that is not true, at least for me. See, I had thought that because time had passed, because I had accomplished things, because I had married and and found my husband and had more kids and was accomplished in my careers, I had already assumed that all those things meant that I had forgiven myself. But what I realize now is that forgiveness is not automatic. It doesn't just happen over time. See, the busyness of life, accomplishments, things that we gather over the years can cover up what is really going on deep within our hearts. But one day, I assure you, one day, it is going to resurface. And you know, if you stay with me long enough, I'm going to share parts of my story where things did resurface where I almost lost my marriage, where I almost lost connection with my kids, one day those things are going to resurface, all of it. The chest we pack our stuff into over the years is only so big and it can only hold so much. We can only pretend for so long. So let me ask you this question, these questions. 
What have you packed away in that chest? What are you hoping will never resurface? What is at the root of why you do what you do? Are you trying to prove something? Are you trying to make up for what you thought you lost? Are you trying to show them that you are better than what they think you are? What is it, friends? Listen, it's just me and you here, right? Block out everything else. You can be honest with me. The weight you are carrying is way too heavy. Let's start there. It's too much. You scroll through social media, envious and bitter, looking at old friends, looking at other people, thinking, what in the world? How is she where she is? How does she get married to him? How am I still single? Why am I living as a divorcee with three kids, raising them on my own? Why am I financially struggling? Look at her. Look at her. I think I'm a better person than she is. Oops, did I say that out loud? But isn't that what we think? Isn't that what we struggle with quietly on the inside? No, we're not going to say that out loud because then that would make us look a certain way, wouldn't it? But deep down inside, let's be honest, that's what we're thinking, right? How did she get that promotion? I'm so much better than her. And we're envious, we're jealous, we're bitter, longing for a life that is not our own. I know how you feel. I've been there. And sometimes I'm tempted to go back there. See, the first step is being real and honest with ourselves and with God. Because guess what? He already knows. Next, we have to forgive ourselves and forgive others. See, refusing to forgive is like holding a knife by the blade. You think it's hurting them, but it's really hurting you. Then we have to embrace our messy past. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't care what you see on Instagram, on Facebook, what people say at the PTA meeting, what you see going on next door at your neighbor's house, what they're driving, what they're wearing. I don't care about any of that. All of us have a messy past and some of us are still living in some messiness if we're completely honest. There's nothing we can do to change our past. It is over. Spending time ruminating over that wishing and hoping and shoulda, coulda, woulda blues. It doesn't change anything. Only God can redeem our stories by his grace. I love this quote by Brene Brown that says, You either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside your story and hustle for your worthiness. I don't know about you, friends, but I'm tired. I'm exhausted from hustling, from proving, from explaining, from begging, for longing for something that should have been, that I thought could have been. Guess what, though? The good news is today is a new day. We don't have to accept life as it is. If you have breath in your body, and if you're listening to this, that means you have breath in your body. We don't have to continue to see ourselves as helpless victims. We can embrace the new and move forward. We have the power to make choices that can shift the entire trajectory of our lives. That's powerful. He does not have the power. She does not have the power. They do not have the power to hold you back. Only you can hold yourself back. But today you can make the choice that can shift the entire trajectory of your life. God has the power to make all of our broken, messy pieces, take them and create something beautiful. 
So I want you to look at your hands for a moment. What are you holding? What are you white knuckling and refusing to let go because you feel like control is better? What have you uh, have not forgiven and you're holding on to that? Yes, I know the process is tough. Yes, I know it hurts. Yes, I know you're you're crying silent tears that no one else can see in the shower, in the car, in your walk-in closet. I know you're struggling. I'm here with you. I'm right there with you. I have some heart work for you to do before I let you go. I want you to write a letter to your younger self. I want you to tell her how you feel. All of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. No pretending, friend. No more pretending. I want you to let it all out. Tell her everything. And then I want you to pray. And I want you to choose to forgive her. And if you feel like you just can't, I want you to pray and ask God to give you the strength to do it. You may not feel like it, but I challenge you to move beyond what you feel and make the choice to free yourself. Hey, listen, you didn't know any better. And if you did know better, you would have done better. Yes, you had people telling you different things, but you were not, were not at a season in your life or a, part, a place in your life to receive it. Let it go. Let that go. But now you know better. Listen, my final thought to you is this. Your life is not over. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you've been through. Whatever disappointment, detour, or delay that you're enduring right now, your life is not over. God is not done with you. He is just getting started redeeming your story. Will you trust him? Will you believe in him? And I'm so excited about this season and all of the women within this season four who are coming to share their stories, the hard things that they've gone through, the things that they've endured and overcome, and the wisdom they have gained. I want you to do me a favor. I wanna walk with you. So I want you to come and meet me right back here every Tuesday for a new episode. If this episode has encouraged you, would you mind sharing it? Take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me. I'd love to connect with you there. Don't forget to do your heart work, friends. I'll see you back here next week.